0: Welcome to the Unexplained With You
1: World. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Unexplained With You World. I'm your host, Yuman, and along with me today is one of my podcast pals. It's Waltman. Woo, hello, everyone. Walter, how are you doing today, bud? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, bud. So, we've been watching The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. And it's an exciting series. I think this episode was pretty good. In fact, the name says it all. Dangerous Curves. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. I wonder what kind of curves they're talking about here. Are they talking about like the ones on the road or the ones on the ground? We're going to find out, right?
0: Yeah, we will.
1: All right. So this episode actually has some of our old characters, or should I say actual investigators. Eric Bard is back. He's a principal investigator. Dr. Jim Sagala, PhD scientist. He's back. Caleb Bench is in this one. He's actually Dragon's right-hand man for security. Thomas Winterton, which is a ranch superintendent. Bryant Dragon Arnold, head of security. And we have Brandon Fugle, the owner of the ranch. And he has a couple times where he spends talking about some stories of what happened to visitors and what was told to him as well. So it'll be interesting for us to visit this segment. So let's get started. Let's go! So it starts out very interesting. Dr. Travis Taylor was awakened in the middle of the night by a dog named William. So he hears strange noises. You can hear like a wah, wah, wah in the background. So he takes all those sounds and he tries to get a logical explanation from it. So you've used it on a spectrum analyzer. You remember that, Walt, man? Yeah,
0: I didn't really quite get that.
1: Yeah, I, all these gadgets they use are really interesting. I was like, okay. So he's watching it, but what does that really mean? So, but it, I guess it It does a constant radio waves, but the way he explained it, it's like if you would be playing the same song on the same level on every station. He even said that this is really strange. It's very weird. Again, another thing he's never seen before. He goes back to that all the time. So he states that it's extremely structural, the actual waves. It's not like They kind of flutter away or different levels. They're continuously in an equal levels, which is very, very bizarre. So Dr. Travis Taylor says, what if it's a wormhole like Einstein theorized? I'm thinking, wow, he's really going there. He really is going to bring this possibility. So in the Uinta Basin, harvesting energy, is that possible? Well, he's thinking that that might be the reason we saw those orbs in the previous episode. Because of a wormhole? Yeah. I do believe in it. And, you know, Dr. Jim Sagala said, okay. Eric is like, okay. Dragon's the one that's still like, mm. he's not really
0: feeling it on that one. So I guess we're kind of, as we go along here, we'll see. I think he was thinking quite of like, okay, this is kind of like a very science fiction.
1: Yeah. Like, and they're, they're trying to go down that route. Yeah. Even though we clearly saw on the previous episode... It looked like a UFO, it floated around there, and then it disappeared. I mean, they were all in awe, remember? That was was a UFO. Yeah, I I didn't know what to say about it. I don't see a logical explanation to that one, but... I mean, they're trying to find it. So this is where they really were digging, no pun intended, into this episode. I like it when they flashback, and they have Brandon talking about a situation that happened to him when he was talking to Robert Bigelow. So apparently, Robert Bigelow, who owned the ranch before him warned Brandon everything that his team had encountered or witnessed. I, he didn't show him proof. He just kind of verbally told him. But I love when he said, stating that we're dealing with
0: forces that are very powerful, mm-hmm. not easily understood or characterized. I think that Brandon is kind of lacking knowledge in terms of science. Mm. And the rest of the team are experts. I like that. So he, he kind of feel left out, like... Okay, what's going on? You know, fill me in more. Yeah. But you know what I like about Brandon? I, I mean, I know I know Elle. She thinks he's
1: a, an alien. <laughs> Remember she oh, said yeah. it before a couple episodes ago? But I got to admit, Brandon, whether he's very wealthy or not, he's a very down-to-earth guy. At least that's what he gives the vibe to me. He's very open to hear other perceptions. He seems like he treats his staff amazing.
0: He's a millionaire. Got a yeah, lot of money. Hey.
1: Yeah, we should. You know, we, we got to look that up. We got to see how much money he's got. So, before I move on, Walt, man, if you could purchase Skinwalker Ranch, knowing that Robert Bigelow said that
0: there is some very powerful forces on this ranch, would you still buy it? I would buy it. Really? I would, I would buy it. I would just throw a party every night, wait for aliens. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm ready. Let's do this. You know, I have to. I have to tell you, if I could buy it, I think I'd buy it too, and I'd make El go with us.
1: Oh, that'd be awesome! Yeah, I really, really would. And I would, think she. You know what? We'd have her stay in Homestead too. She can't defend herself today because she's not here with us. We'll but. leave.
0: Yeah, we we will leave her alone yeah. in Homestead too, <laughs> and then we'll we'll go to Homestead one. You know what? And we'll just chill, huh? Yeah, yeah. definitely. We'll and we'll have our beers and. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> she'll mine will be a root beer because you know how I feel. <laughs> We're with so that. mean? Yeah.
1: Mine will be a root I-L. beer.
0: So, yeah. Okay. I-L. Let's Hi, When you listen nicer. to this, so
1: you enjoy it. Holla. Holla. So, all right. So. After that, they mentioned that, is it a portal or windows to another world, which is, right, with a wormhole? I believe so. Tell me about that, because in the past, you you and I have talked off mic, and you've told me you're a big believer in that. You can you
0: give me, like, a specific reason where where your thoughts come from that? I'm not really good in math, but somehow, like, with physics, I really love it. So, when they talk about, like, wormholes, it's kind of interesting. It's... um. A wormhole is a passage or a bridge between two places, separated by extraordinary distances. And I believe that Skinwalker Ranch is a wormhole. And I like when after Brandon talks, they go
1: back to Dragon. And he's, right away he's on camera and says, he, this is nuts. Like he, he's already, like he's annoyed and irritated already in this episode. Which leads to the end, which we'll get to. Which is really interesting how Dragon responds towards the end. But... What happens is that Travis wants to do ground penetrating radar, also known as GPR. I know it sounds like a like an oil brand that I go and, and instead of GTX, I'll be like, oh, I I need some GPR for my car. Oh yeah, so right down this way, this this. Side. I don't. Just that that abbreviation just kind of throws it off. But and also they want to run resistivity measurements. Oh, look at me. Big words today. Wow, good job. Thanks, brother. Thanks. So they invite a team. The gentleman, the first one is Philip Oviot. He is a GPR expert. And the second gentleman they invite is Zachary Zyla. He is a resistivity expert to do non-invasive tests to determine that if it is safe to start digging. Because remember, they've had all these experiences already, all these strange things happening. They want to make sure there's no actual harmful rays that can hurt them. They've been talking about that from day one, but they keep doing it because there's some strange activity. So, we talked about what those mean. GPR, ground penetrating radar. It sends waves down into the earth that will bounce off any solid object or structure. I like that they say that, or structure in the earth. I guess that's what measures what is actually underneath the ground. The soil... Resistivity uses metal stakes and wires to send electrical currents into the ground. So they're similar in ways, but at the same time, they give you similar results. But it's different ways of testing the area. Very scientific. When they were doing that, I was like, "Okay, power to them!" Right?
0: So oh, cool. What'd you think of all those gadgets they were using on that? Well, I kind of, um, I just got lost <laughs> when it comes to like technology. Yeah, I love, I love my cell phone, my iPhone, but other than that, that's pretty much it. I, I get lost. Did, did you mention an iPhone? Yeah, I love iPhone. Well, it's interesting because they, in just a minute,
1: I'm an Android person, but in just a minute, we, we'll bring up the iPhone. Remember that that scene? So, But the GPR will be using a GX160. When I heard that, I was like, it sounds like a Terminator. Tun, dun, 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 dun. The GX160. I don't know. It just sounded like that. So I thought it was pretty hilarious. Hasta la vista, baby. Right? Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for Oh, Arnold. Hello. Hey, hey, what's up? You're my idol.
1: Hello. (laughs) I like that. Throw a shout out. The best man out there. Well, one of the best men, right? Yes. But Philip states that it is weird because when he turns on this GX160, the battery is almost dead. He just charged it the night before. And he's like, I, I don't understand how this happens. And pretty much, Eric, not not surprised. This is what happens here on Skinwalker Ranch, right? But they explain about the $35,000 drone from, I don't know if it was a previous episode or the episode before that, but where it also malfunctioned. It couldn't yeah. even connect, right? So they remind them of that. And then the next scene, Caleb, which is dragons, right-hand person. Ooh, Al. That's right, Al. That's for you. Al's dragon. dragon. Um, he walks up to Eric. He goes, "Eric, you gotta see this." And he holds up his phone. It happens to be an iPhone. And it's, <laughs> Why did you do that? What, what did I do? With
0: what? your eyes, like He totally rolled your eyes.
1: No, we're kidding. Yeah, we're getting off the topic here, Walmart. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> remember his phone was acting all crazy? Yeah, I know. That's just weird. And, and they have the proof on there. And even Eric's like, what is happening? It looks like they're activating every single app on his phone, trying to make calls, trying to send texts. Mm-hmm. Everything that can go strange on that phone was happening at that moment. And
0: they had no explanation. Again, how do you explain that? And for me, it, it felt like somebody is sending them a message or something, right? Could it be? Aliens sending messages to you. I don't
1: know. Or some unseen forces, right? Oh, exactly. That are in, I almost said the word cahoots, but I guess I said it anyways, with aliens. I don't know. That's what's interesting about that. Because how, again, I don't know how to explain it other than it's reminding me of a mini Bermuda Triangle where there's all kinds of interruption of frequencies and energy that cause malfunctions with different machinery or different... Electronic devices, which again, it's very, very strange. So they still proceed though, right? The mm-hmm. GPR teams, they, they want to do what they can with a little power. they have remaining they have a second device, and Dragon connects it to an ATV, and it is being pulled behind them slowly. Eric's driving. And I looked at it, and it reminded me of, like, a, a professional carpet clean. Like, if you, <laughs> they would knock on the door and be like, hey, I'm here to clean your carpets. I'm like, oh, yeah, come on in, bud. Can you start right here? And like, oh, absolutely. It's just that machine reminded me of it. The way it was kind of, you know, rolling in the back of the ATV on the ground. So, it was just I like that analogy. It's so funny. Yeah? All right. Yeah. Thank you, bud. Except at the end of there, they weren't, They didn't have, like, wet floors. <laughs> right? no? Okay. So, anyways, thanks, Paul, well, man. Oh, I like as they're dragging it along They start seeing Remember what they see
0: on the laptop screen? What not they saying hyper I can't pronounce that word Hyperbolas? Wow, he's going fancy Oh, it's quite math, right? Wow Yeah,
1: I'm actually impressed right now, brother Oh, thank I'm you not, I'm even looking at your eyes around now, like, wow That's just like, awesomeness right there I, I feel there. like I'm getting possessed or something <laughs> 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 What's crazy is that they see features on the, on the monitor, and they're trying to, like, piece it all together. And then they switch scenes. And they have Travis, Zach, and Dr. Jim Sagala over investigating Homestead 2, what they recharged GX-160. So they had one. They recharged. They are trying to recharge that one, but then they had a second one, remember? hmm So they see something on the monitor there that resembles a large object or structure buried several feet under the ground. And that's when you're like, well, what's buried under there? But during the same time, Travis sees an old well door, and Doctor Travis Taylor. Am I wrong on this, Walt? Man, he's so curious sometimes. He just kind of goes and doesn't really think about what he's gonna do.
0: Yeah, it's like a
1: child, like in a <laughs> shopping center.
0: Don't <laughs> he, touch that candy, and he oh, he'll is. touch it.
1: Like, I'm wondering, you know what? I'm wondering if his mom and dad, when they see that, they're like, oh yeah, that's Travis. And like, yeah. oh, even when he was a child, he probably was
0: like that. Yeah.
1: They probably yelled at him, like, what are you doing now? Like, that kind of thing. Because you reminded me of that. Because remember, Dr. Jim Sagala tells him, Travis, maybe you shouldn't. I, I know. Was like, he was going to check the radiation yes! level, right? And I mean, then, and I like when Jim goes, oh, I guess, I guess you're doing it then. And then what's interesting, Dr. Travis Taylor, not even thinking twice, he lifts up the the well door, right? He slides yeah. it. It's like, after that, he starts feeling really ill. Which was interesting because later on, You know, we'll kind of talk about what happens after he starts feeling ill. But Brandon, they switch back to him. He talks about a story about that particular well. He said a couple years before that, because he bought it in 2016. He didn't say the actual date, but he said it was several years before. He had some visitors at the Skinwalker Ranch. And he was having them, like, walk around, take a tour. And then he noticed he was missing one of the visitors. And he walked around, and he looked in that area, and they were in Homestead 2.0. And that's where he sees a gentleman standing behind the ATV or a vehicle. I can't remember what it actually was. But he's standing there, just standing there, catatonic. And he had his eyes closed. Mm -hmm. And apparently, he had been asleep for about 10 minutes from what Brandon stated. And the gentleman doesn't remember anything other than he felt, like, paralyzed. So weird. I know. And, again, 10 minutes is a long time. So I'm thinking, wow. That's like a nap yeah when people take a quick cat nap, yeah mm-hmm. you're right, yeah, and I don't know that's that was very interesting for me, okay, uh, next part here, Travis opens the old well, this is when they actually show him, and Jim tries to you know which we established he like, tries to stop him afterwards. He's feeling ill, they check their dosimeters, is it dosometers, dosimeters, dosometers
0: dosimeter? I think it's dosimeter yeah
1: we will go either one, man. We're not scientific with this stuff. But what it does is measure, it measures ionizing radiation. In fact, there was such a high level, it was 120 millirads. When they said that term, I was like, sure, buddy, I'll go with that. But they translate it like this. It's like getting, you ready for this? It's like getting 20,000 full body x-ray scans at an airport. Think about that for a second which is five times more than a legal limit allowed in a year. Wow, he got a, a lot of dose of radiation. Then. Yes. Wow. But Jim Sagala tried to tell him to wait, but Travis, being Mr. Curious, decided to open it up anyways. So, the next day, Dr. Travis obviously wasn't feeling well after that. He contacted his doctor, and it's what he confirmed. He had some, remember those red marks on yes. his hand? Mm-hmm. And he had one on the side of his face, like almost like the... Are we getting to his side of his head? Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was confirmed that he was exposed to radiation. But why? why? Because he
0: was stubborn. Opened the Pandora's box. Yeah,
1: literally probably in that case, right? So they go back, they switch, they go, remember the command center? And they're reviewing all the information they have. And then that's when they said they found something that was about a thousand feet long under the earth.
0: That's amazing. And, and what is the shape like? Isn't it like a flying saucer? What? <laughs> right? A flying saucer. Oh, sorry. It's the acting. It's okay. Out. I know.
1: It's, it, it's all good. But you're absolutely <laughs> right. The next scene is where it gets interesting. Dragon keeps saying, no digging, no digging, no digging, right? So what, well, man? Tell me what Dr. Jim Sagala said and then
0: how Dragon actually responded. Okay. I like this. I'll be an actor, I guess. Jim said... I'd like to hear the opinion of the expert. And then Dragon was like, Uh, so I don't have a fucking opinion, Jim? Yeah, he got really, really upset with
1: that. And then the scene switches, and Dr. Travis Taylor and Dragon decide to call Brandon and give him an update of what's happening on the Skinwalker Ranch. Because you know Brandon, like you said, he likes to know. He doesn't know everything. He knows this. That's why he brought in experts to give him information. So he wants to know what's going on. And... Brandon agrees to have these uninvasive tests done and on top of that he does want to do the digging and he puts Dragon in charge of all the safety protocols. But Dragon doesn't look happy about that. Oh yes. He's, because he's, he's very anti digging and I get it. So that's since how, from
0: the start. He's he, anti yeah anti digging. I said it
1: from the beginning, huh? And that's how this episode ends. Which is very, very interesting because that leads us into the next one, which we'll get into uh, for next week, right? Yeah. But for this one, let's get into our whoa and no moments. Walt, man, you're my podcast pal. You want to start off with our whoa moments this week?
0: I just have a few, Ariel. And one of my whoa moments would be the wormhole because I'm into Mm. physics and I really think the place is a wormhole. Because it totally makes sense because it's full of radiation. It could be some sort of a portal from the universe to here. And another thing that I really like is that big structure under the ground. Ariel, I just want to get to the conclusion of it. I just want to know what's under there. Is it a spaceship? Is it a big rock? A dinosaur? That's true. I, I can't
1: even debate on that. And I like the wormhole because that is very, very true. There's a lot
0: of strange activity that goes there. Okay. And one more thing. My one yeah. moment. I like the, the drama that happened at the conference <gasps> room. Because mm. I feel like that's reality TV. That's action right there. That's, that's what people like. And I like that. I like the drama. I was you about know? to say so. drama
1: for your mama.
0: Oh, okay. And that's that's my
1: one moment. Thank you. <laughs> Waltman, Thank you, bud. One of my whoa moments, Walt, man, is when the cell phone, or should I say Caleb's cell phone, was acting very, very strange and bizarre. I mean, I expect that from an iPhone. But in general, I, all kidding aside, no, seriously, I've never seen a phone act like that. I mean, we've all had our phone like, oh, we have to, I have to reset it. But that's just all over the place, right? Like something was causing it to act up. And you only see that on, like, from movies or something. Yeah right yeah so that was a a whoa moment for me definitely another moment for me on that category is brandon's story of the visitor falling asleep for 10 minutes i'm just like i can't remember the the symptoms but if you've ever seen the movie rat race have you ever seen that movie Rat Race, i love rat race i I do too i just saw it last weekend it's the best oh my god yeah Yeah. remember the the oh my god i um I can't remember his name. Oh, um, Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. Okay, but his real name, I can't remember. But anyways. Atkinson. Guy. Yes, that's right. Rowan Atkinson. Rowan. think. Oh, my God. You're amazing, bud. Thank you. Oh, thank you. you. Yeah. Remember in that movie when he gets to the locker and he passes out? Oh, exactly. And, and everyone was like, oh, my God. So the way Brandon told this story, I'm thinking, does this gentleman, is this like something he has? Like a pre-existing condition? Or is this just like a literally he became catatonic and paralyzed and he fell asleep standing up? So, i that's another theory that came to my mind. But what about some no moments for you, Walt, man? Actually, I don't really have a no moment. <gasps> Interesting. That's fair, bud. That's fair. Okay. I have two. One of my first no moment is actually one of your whoa moments. But I look at it this way. It's when Dragon getting all upset and uh-huh. ticked off and pissed off, whatever. I mean, I was just like, no, Dragon. Why do you get like that? Like I just felt it was unnecessary for him to get like that. I like the dude, but... He, he came off, I'm going to put it out there, he came off very insecure. He came off. He was. Right? And the thing is, he seemed, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, he, he gives me the impression he's a very caring guy. He cares about the people around him. He wants to be a very resourceful person for them to help them to stay safe. That's his main thing. And I get it, because mm-hmm. he's insecurity, But that just, his response to that, uh, I wish he wouldn't have done that. He made himself kind of look insecure the second no moment that i have is a no follow-up on what happened on the mesa after the resistivity test like what do they do they just did those tests and they didn't talk about it
0: or nothing right
1: yeah at least they didn't say hey we didn't find anything on the mesa or like i said a few episodes the table um so i just don't get it those are my whoa and no moments but how about the rating system let's talk about that what are your thoughts overall? Remember, scale one being totally explained, boring as heck. Or five being like, what the fuck did I just see? Five.
0: Where do you land on there? I would give it a three. Oh, he literally sang the ratings. I would sing our ratings from now on.
1: You know what? That should be your trademark.
0: Yeah, it's exactly. Because I can sing. I got the looks. <laughs> I, no, I, I love the, the confidence, brother. I like that. Thank you, mama.
1: so a three that's pretty solid in the middle yes I love it All right, okay for me I'm really close with you brother I gave it a three and a half which is right there in the same area I think that football shaped structure underneath the phone I think that was freaking awesome and that's the reason I think it would have we'd have a little bit more evidence I think it might have gone a little higher but overall I thought it was a three and a half so but I want to leave our listeners with the question, what do our listeners think caused Caleb's cell phone to respond like that? Was it a, you know, electronic malfunction? I mean, I want to know what your guys' thoughts are. So remember, reach out to us on our social media. Waltman, thank you for joining me. All thank right? you. And remember, your life starts and ends with you. Until next time, on behalf of my podcast pals, Waltman, I know Elle's not here, but I know she loves us. Al, hello, hey Al, I'm Yumon. That's a wrap.